0: laughing all the way to the (laughs)
1: hey everyone what's up welcome back to another edition of the spread podcasts this is jordan aka jl Lamasters. i'm here with my brother and co-host marcus Lemasters, Marcus, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, dude. What's up? I'm, uh,
2: I'm really happy last week's over with, and we're on to a new week. I can tell you that much right now.
1: I can't um, tell you how terrible this week has been for me. Not only did I have my hands-down worst weekend gambling of all time by a long shot, I, I actually... You've- You gambled yourself sick. I got physically ill from (laughs) from how bad I was gambling. I had to miss work. I laid in bed, sweating with chills, shivering in bed. Physically ill from the losses I had endured over the weekend. So couldn't be more happy the weekend is here. Couldn't be more happy that we are going to be witnessing the chosen one, Will Greer, tomorrow or actually as you're listening to this tonight in ames iowa marcus i know you're pumped for that how are you feeling
2: oh i feel fantastic i have never been so excited for a five-hour drive in my life Ray, right? after we record this it's we're recording this on friday It's so roughly around seven o'clock right now after we record this i'm going to take a couple benadryl I'm going to pop in a movie and I'm going to pass the fuck out so I can wake up in the morning, get charged up, ready to go, drive to Ames and uh, drink a ton of beer and watch Will Greer throw a ton of touchdowns. That's my it's pretty much my schedule for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we've been talking about this this day for probably close to a month now on a daily basis, pretty much the same conversation over and over and over again.
2: So. And what makes it great is you've been wanting West Virginia to wear the all whites all year and you're going to see it in person under the lights. Yeah. It's just like, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's just the, it's such a perfect setup.
1: The stars are aligned. Yeah. But, um, I guess we should, uh, quit, I guess, beating around the bush here. <laughs> we fucked up. Uh, yeah, we we did
2: not have, but Hey, uh, Utah state BYU. Thanks guys. Yeah. Hey! A
1: fucking one win. Nailed it. Jesus! How do we go like eighty five percent and then do what we did this week? One um, we had one loss this week. We have one win.
2: I'll tell you, Like I, I was betting kind of side by side with one of my really good friends. I, I mentioned Steven on here before. Um, we were texting back and forth because he, he, we kind of go in on the same picks, same bets. And at the end of the weekend, we were watching games. We bet on the Packers. Pick them just to kind of like for fun. And Mason Crosby missed 13 points by himself, and it would have covered us. And we literally were texting each other like, "This, this is comical at this point. How everything has gone wrong for us the entire weekend." Um, I picked probably my worst pick ever as far as like not covering as much it missed by with the Oklahoma and Texas under. Jesus Christ, that scored in the Nike in 90s, and I picked it in the I picked an under. Like what? I don't know if I've ever seen a rivalry game score that high. I mean, it was cool to see Texas win, I guess, but I was just so shocked with how much scoring went on in that game. That's really the only loss I was like completely off on. Um, well, but yeah, the one that everything I was, went wrong.
1: The one I was most frustrated with was the Jacksonville Chiefs game. The reasons why I thought that game would would be favorable for Jacksonville actually did happen. Like, Jacksonville was successful running the ball. Whenever they would put the ball on the ground, they were successful. I think they averaged like six yards per carry or five yards per carry, something like that. Patrick Mahomes did struggle. He had his worst game of the year. He turned the ball over twice. The problem that happened in this game is that the coach, for some reason, thought Ben Roethlisberger was just going to sling the fucking... Not Ben Roethlisberger. Blake Bortles was just going to fucking sling the rock all over the field like fucking John Elway. And he threw it off the back of his lineman's helmet.
2: Yeah, that wasn't a good look, man. Blake Bortles, and that's like the scary thing with betting the Jags. They're a really good team, but sometimes it's just kind of scary what you're going to get with Blake Bortles. I don't know. He's he's good, but he just has those kind of like Bee! moments in his game.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it. it's just very hard-headed play calling. As you go through the game, he continually continuously made shitty plays and they kept putting the ball in Ben's hand or God damn it. Blake's hands.
2: Yeah. And why do you keep calling I him? Ben? I don't know. I don't know. You've been sick. You've been sick.
1: It's Honestly, okay. I've done weirder things this week through the sickness. I'm still not a hundred percent.
2: I just sent me a picture of that humidifier you had at your desk at work. That was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. It's cool. Makes my desk look cool. Um, but, no, he, I just not acknowledging that, hey, the run game's working just fine. And just because we got down quick doesn't mean that, you know, Blake Bortles is going to turn into fucking Joe Montana. You know, you got who you got, and you can run the ball. Like, I just – extremely frustrating to watch. Um, You know, you can only ask so much of Blake Bortles. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but you can't put that workload on him the way they did. I just – I don't – Very frustrating to see the game go the way it did.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, that was, yeah, that game, it all sucked. Like, I want to, I want to fire some people this week, but I don't know who to, I can't fire half the fucking league. Like, I I don't know who to to fire. No, I, yeah, we won't have anyone to bet on. I kind of want to fire the Broncos because they lost to the fucking Jets. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But I can't fire them. We would fire half our employees. Like I, I I think what we got to do, you know, and this happens. Like people, really rich people, usually go bankrupt at some point in their life, right? I'm not saying I'm bankrupt, but you get the analogy of where I'm going with this. Got to get, we got to talk about it. We got to get over it. And I guarantee you, this week, week seven is going to be fucking cush. So
1: water, I don't know. I mean, water finds its level. We're having a little. All this is that all that's happening all we call this in the stock markets it's volatility okay we're in a
2: gully we're in a gully right it now it happens we shoot up
1: we're like a tech stock you know like we're we're gonna make you a lot of money quick okay yeah we also might <laughs> we also might lose you $500 in one weekend
2: but you gotta stay disciplined oh I will say this about last week that LSU Florida game that was a hell of a fucking game um LSU I think had every opportunity in the world to win that football game um it came down to a couple plays here and there but I Big wasn't place. really up I wasn't upset with that game so much because I, actually I thought, thought
1: LSU was- looked solid like I was I was super confident
2: I I was I it's so funny you say that cuz Steven again I'll mention him again he texted me at the fir- at the end of the first quarter and says how much do you still like LSU and I said, I really, really liked that. I liked them even more at the end of the first quarter. Just because I thought they were controlling and I thought they were going to wear Florida out, but it was almost the, uh, the opposite. Um, Florida kind of stayed tough, which usually that home momentum and that you have that many people cheering for you, you can do that. Just kind of dig deep. I'm not upset with LSU at all. That's a really hard place to go win a game. Do I think they should have covered two and a half points without a fucking doubt? Uh, there was just a couple plays here and there where you were just like, ah, shit, but I'm not giving up on LSU. I'm not giving up on them at all. Florida is pretty oh good. Um, but I still think LSU, uh, if they were to play Florida again, maybe at a neutral site or, you know, in the, you know they're not going to play in the playoff, but if they were to play at LSU or play somewhere else, I still think LSU is a better football team. I just think Florida, Florida got them that day. So uh LSU, not mad at you. I, I I that was that was the best game of the weekend, in my opinion.
1: It yeah. was an awesome football. It's good game. football. Very good football to watch. So
2: that's and that's why I wanted to pick it. And I was and I really like LSU. It was just it's a it was a tough it was a tough uh a tough one to go out on. But yeah, man, it's uh Yeah, we're moving on. I'm ready. This week's gonna be great. I can already feel it.
1: Yeah. I can feel it in my plums. I've I've felt like just shit all week. I'm actually just coming around, just like earlier today, Perfect I was climax. like, eh, "I don't know." I just took some more Mucinex, my second dose of the day. You're not supposed to do that, but I did. It's scorched earth policy right now for me. I got to get ready for this game tomorrow night. I got to be behind my boy Greer in the stands. There's a lot of
2: good. There's a lot of good juju going, and I'll I'll kind of explain it. So like at the beginning of the week, you were sick. And we were checking the forecast for Ames. It was like rainy, cold, windy. we were like, "Ah, oh, fuck! What are we going into?" Then you started feeling better. That forecast started looking a little better. Looking better, looking better They announced we're wearing all white Iowa State's wearing all black It's a night game, which is huge for us Because if it was a fucking morning game 11 o'clock, I'd have had to leave St. Louis At 2 in the morning And that would have been so shitty yeah, it'd It's been a tough. night game, we're wearing all white Not No rain in the forecast The stars are aligning We are going to walk into Ames, Iowa With force
1: Dick swinging
2: Alright, Let's, let's ask let's ask the question that I everyone's wondering what's the what's the what's the uh, what's the line for the beers you well no I'll make a total me you and dad total combined. beers combined total beers drank tomorrow I mean realistically
1: me realistically there's realistically. no there's no way I'm not taking down 15 to 18 beers down tomorrow
2: I was gonna say the line is f- 44 and a half. Because I don't know if Dad's going to take down fifteen. I'm probably going to take down fifteen beers tomorrow.
1: Well, let's say from from the time we get there, let's say fifteen plus fifteen, and then Dad, let's say he does ten. That's a good. That's that's a big day for Dad. Forty. Let's go forty-three and a half.
2: Ah, dude, I can. Dad's jacked up about this game, though, man. I talked to him on the phone Thursday morning. He is. He's excited. I think this could be. And 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 tailgate tailgate beer drinking dad is another level. When
1: I was nineteen, my very WVU tailgate drinking dad. Yes,
2: it's funny, and this brings it all back. When I was wait, I was twenty, I was nineteen or twenty years old. It was a while ago. We were at Iowa State for my first like West Virginia game. We took an RV. When we got there the night before the game, I'd never really drank with dad, so I was kind of like. Dad comes up to me after he was whipping this RV in like crazy wind up the highway for like five hours. He comes up to me and he parks and goes, Hey Marcus, do you want a beer? And I was like, Yeah, sure. I have never seen a man drink six beers faster than Jeff Lamasters did that night. <laughs> so if he's in that mode, they crush the over there.
1: Yeah. Crush I mean that- it's probably like a over forty over under 43 and a half, but like a minus one thirty-five odds. <laughs> Just to like give you a hint, just be like, it's this is going over
2: because we're gonna hit the bar before, so he'll easily have. Oh man, yeah, I think ten for dad. I hit the over. For All right, 10 who's years who's gonna get the most pissed off at the game? Tomorrow? You, one
1: hundred percent. You, me. Okay. You are minus
2: ten million. Gonna get the most pissed off at the game.
1: Yeah, I do get really <laughs> pissed. My buddy, I um to top off my fucking shitty week, I bet the fucking Giants last night, and this. Uh, stupid over, the Texas Tech over, this is two stupidest bets of my life. And I was freaking out at the bar. My favorite bar. Everyone there knows me. And I was just making an ass of myself, screaming. Everyone was <laughs> looking at me. And Kevin was just like, dude, I hate watching football with you. I was like,
2: oh man. Yeah. Harsh.
1: Well, I mean, I was well, acting like it. a psycho. So I,
2: well here's the thing. When we first went to Iowa State we sat with like their season ticket holders cause dad went all big baller on us and got us these cush ass seats this time. Cause we almost, me and Jay almost got in a fight with like the six year old man at Iowa state. It was a fucking shit show. So this year we're going to sit with West Virginia fans because Iowa state people, they may seem real nice at the tailgate. They may be like, no. Oh, Hey, Assholes. Well, welcome. No, they are fucking ruthless. When that game starts, Iowa state people are mean as shit. And, yeah, I can understand why you may want to yell at us because we're pretty loud ourselves. But, uh, yeah, but to answer your question, you you by far will get the most mad. I'm probably the favorite to overreact the most at one part of the game. I'm good about that. Like, if we turn it over once, like, we're fucked, and then you'll have to calm to talk me off the edge, but... Well, this is, what,
1: uh, this is what we should do tomorrow. Going back to the beer count, I actually do want to keep tabs of this. And I know this can be a really hard thing to do, but maybe this should be the one thing we take away. Maybe we can add some content on the Twitter through the, through the day today. Yeah, um, Twitter. We're going to ask Dad to keep a beer count, maybe just like a Sharpie, write it on your palm, you know, just to keep, keep track, and then we'll find out. And we'll come so back. here's here's the
2: thing with that. If we tell Dad we're counting, that's uh that's gonna add some like no, no, no. some influence on him. No, we no, no, just no. have to be watching dad.
1: No, that's like, there's I, no way that'll work. We just all have to be responsible and find a way. Just be like, Dad, this cannot affect your drinking speed. Just do you and every time you drink a beer, make a tally. Just keep it in your head or write it on your hand. I don't know. No, nah, dude. I
2: it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend. I I'm excited for it. The last game, the last West Virginia game I went to was in Morgantown, so I, I'm ready to see our boys back. And it's a it's a big one, so I am excited.
1: The boys are back in town.
2: That was pretty good too. Okay. Oh, by the way, people loved your Dead Zone impression last oh, yeah?
1: week. I mean, I swear, it's about as good as I, it gets, swear, so.
2: I swear to God that was. It was honestly shocking when you said it out loud. But anyway, keep us, uh, yeah, keep us uh, on uh, on watch on Twitter tomorrow because yeah,
1: we're going uh, to have slang some, some funny contact. shit
2: on Twitter. Oh yeah. my god, we're going to the West Virginia like tailgate. I, I will kick everyone's ass in cornhole there. I tell you, I'm probably just going to win about 15 games in a row and then go to the game. But yeah, watch out for us on Twitter. It's gonna be it's gonna be some good shit tomorrow for sure.
1: I definitely have at least one funny thing I will share tomorrow. So, oh my I'm, god, no I am not even gonna
2: say it. I am um, not even.
1: But yeah, pump for that. Let's go ahead and jump into some picks. We do have some picks. We're gonna be better than last week. We have to be, or else we're gonna quit the podcast. So, when you are yeah, watching these we, games, if we if we lose again the way we did last week, it's over. We're done. Podcast is over.
2: Yeah. That's actually – if we don't get at least two wins this week, we're done. We're shutting it down. That's it. So we got to get over. two in, Oh, man. All right. Let's go. All
1: right. I'm going to kick it off.
2: I will kick it off with a little – I'm going to kick it off with an over, but I'm not going to kick it off how we're really going to kick it off here in a minute with our overs. The first over I'm going to take is in the NFL. I'm taking Bengals at Pittsburgh over 51. I know the Steelers' defense has been, has been kind of tightening it up a little bit. But I remember week – I think it was week two. I told myself I had this marked – I had this game marked on my picks. When Bengals and Steelers play, if it is under 55-point total, I am going to take the over to 51. I'm going to hammer this over this weekend. This is my – Favorite NFL pick of the weekend. I think it'll score in the high 50s. This will cover by a touchdown. Bengals, Steelers, over 51. Boom! Ah! Oh, (laughs) I scared my dog.
1: (laughs) Nice. All right. Like that. Start with an over. I've got a pick that I think... No, we didn't fire them. It's cool. They're still working for us. This is a advantage that I have been a huge fan of for quite some time and I've picked this spot before against other teams. And that spot is Ryan Field in Evanston, Illinois. Northwestern is taking on Nebraska at home. They're a three and a half point favorite. I think Nebraska's trash and I also know that Ryan Field is a tough place to come and play on a a Saturday morning. So, I also think Northwestern is pretty damn good. If you look of, at the games, they had Michigan on the fucking ropes. And then they came Dude, back. Was... And then, they, then they beat Michigan State. Go on, Marcus.
2: Oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say, Northwestern is like, I don't know what it is about them, but they seem like an early kickoff team. Is this an early kickoff?
1: Um, They do have games, I think, at 11 sometimes. I'm not sure if it. I think this is still a noon, but... I feel like if Northwestern could kick off at seven a.m., they probably would.
2: They'd go undefeated. Every yeah. time I've seen Northwestern play at home early, at like noon or eleven, whatever that kickoff is, um, they always went. So, yeah, but and you, were North like it, you were at Field is like you were at. You were at the Northwestern Michigan
1: game. Yeah, it's like a really nice high school stadium it feels like you're at. And I think teams <laughs> come, in, come in there and they're just like, okay, well, this is fucking lame. Like, I didn't go to a Big Ten school to play in, you know, shanties like this. And it takes them a while to kind of adjust to the atmosphere and to get into the game. I saw it with Michigan. Um, they completely played like a different team in the second half. After I just feel like they settled into the fact that they're not in the big house right now. Like it's
2: so. I want to ask, since after this shitty week we had, what what would Northwestern have to do for you to be a little uneasy after the first half of this game?
1: What would they have to do for me to be uneasy?
2: Like if north like what would Northwestern have to like play like in the halftime? You'd be like, ah, shit. Like what are, or I guess I could flip that question and say what are things northwestern's got to do to just seal this fucking, what are the what do they do well basically is what I'm asking
1: well I, I I just feel that the only strength that Nebraska really has and they don't have a lot is't going to be on their own line and northwestern has a really good defensive line they probably have two guys that were going to get sniffed by are going to get sniffed by the NFL this year so a lot of teams are just struggling to to, to win the line of scrimmage against them. They do have good receivers. They have talent on the edge that they can make plays with. Um, they had some big plays, you know. Um, they have a big play almost every game. So, I do I Dude, just, and
2: honestly, it's it's funny you say that about, like, the NFL talent. It doesn't matter what team NFL talent, like, an NFL guy plays for. Um, it's, it's usually a good idea to, like, bet in favor sometimes of those guys. Because NFL talent is all over the country, it doesn't have to be at the marquee programs, and Northwestern does have a few guys on that on that defense that could that could play at the next level. Um, so I do think Northwestern. It's at home. That's the biggest thing for me. Like yep. If Northwestern was at Nebraska, I'd be like, eh, on this. But this is at home. Northwestern, Nebraska is going to get fucking destroyed. North Bra- Nebraska is really bad, and I'm not a huge fan of, of Northwestern's offense, but Nebraska's trash so hammer northwestern
1: hammering it marcus go
2: my next one is uh what we've been talking about the whole time and this is honestly i'm gonna say it's not biased but it's kind of biased i i do think west virginia minus six and a half is a fucking stupid line um i don't i don't see how a top 10 team against Iowa State's not at least a touchdown favorite on the road. I know Ames is a hard place to play, but West Virginia's proven in the past we can go into Ames and win games. It really doesn't bother us in the past with this coaching staff or anything to go into Ames and win. And Will Greer uh, took a step back in the Heisman race, in my opinion, last week with the four turnovers. He had three interceptions, one fumble against Kansas. Um, I am really... Really looking for Will Greer to have one of those kind of marquee moments, those Heisman candidate games that you need. I think Greer throws for five touchdowns, and I think West Virginia wins by two or three scores. I think Iowa State's good. It's going to be a tough place to play, but they're not going to be able to keep up with our speed. We're going to be able to run the ball on them some. And if we can just kind of even out the field position game that we've been having troubles with, uh, then, especially in that second half against Texas Tech and against Kansas, uh, I think we're going to be just fine. They're going to come out flying. It's going to be a night game. It's under the lights. Iowa State's doing their gay fucking blackout shit. We're all white. We are going to be looking like fucking fireflies out there just darting around. It's going to be like a game of tag. So West Virginia, minus six and a half. Will Greer still four and one against the spread this year. I'm not going away from him. Uh, West Virginia wins by two two to three scores.
1: I agree with that. I actually was a little scared of this line all week, but this is what I actually really do think. I think this is a coaching game for West Virginia. If, if our play calling is what it ought to be coming out in this game, because Iowa State is going to do a few things. They are going to try to blitz a lot. They are going to try to be really aggressive up in the front seven. To try to pressure Greer, so if we are just patient and we run the ball, we maybe you know we're not going to have. I don't think we should go for big plays. Um, they should. I don't want to sound too biased here, but going for those big plays isn't going to work well for them. Like right up front, they need to run the ball, get the ball on the ground, and um, get them to, you know, maybe get their eyes a little bit more on the running game rather than pinning their ears back and just trying to to get at Greer, which I feel like is what they're going to try to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, and like with Greer, like Kansas did some good things on defense last week and people people shit on Kansas, but Kansas has the number 1 turnover margin in the country. And they got a pretty good defense. They got a NFL defensive lineman. Um they did some things that teams hadn't done to us yet, and Greer's such a good player, he's going to learn from it. Um and I think our defense is better than everyone knows about if you don't watch West Virginia as much as, you know, I do and other West Virginia fans do. I don't think you've caught up on how, just how athletic our defense is. So I think that in a combination with Greer uh, coming out and having a little bit of a redemption game is why I'm going to be uh, pretty much ranching everything on WVU minus six and a half. And I'll be there. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're going to be there.
1: We're basically, it's yeah.
2: yeah. Um, for me on TV, bruh.
1: For show. I'm going to pick another one. I got the bears minus three at Miami. The Bears are the team of destiny now. Mitch Trubisky is now the best quarterback in the NFL. He threw six touchdowns against the Lions. They had a bye week, so they didn't play this past week. They made a mockery. Oh, not the Lions. Uh, Excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, They basically demoralized the Buccaneers, and now they're going to do the same thing to another Florida team. The Dolphins. Khalil Mack, their defense. I think that... I do actually think Miami has a very physical defense, which is great. And they are actually pretty good on D, but I still think that we're pretty physical. Well, I'm saying we're again because I live in Chicago. But the Bears have one of the best defenses in the league. Mitch Trubisky, hopefully this gives him some more confidence moving forward. He gets a little swag. He stops popping his feet back there like a, a fucking fairy boy and gets a little swag going. I think he might. So for that reason, I am taking the Bears minus three and a half in Miami.
2: These are the mid-weeks of the NFL, like week seven. Oh yeah, we're on week seven. Or week two. Or week six of the NFL. Kind of these middle of the ground weeks where the good teams separate themselves from the mediocre teams. I think the Bears are definitely a playoff contender, a playoff team with that defense. And I think Trubisky kind of finding his groove. I think this is those games where... The Bears have to win, and they had to win uh, somewhat convincingly to give themselves some momentum going to the second half of the season. Um, it's kind of – I know it's not at the half point of the season yet, but it's getting there, and these are kind of those those middle ground bubble games that you just have to win on the road, and I really like the Bears here. And my main thing is the defense. I, I've, I've talked a lot about it in the past, but – the Bears' defense uh, is is one of the top, one of the best in the league. So, I don't think Miami is going to be able to handle them. I just think Trubisky just has to play decent, or I won't say decent; I'll say pretty good. He doesn't have to play great uh, for for the Bears to cover here. So, I definitely am with you on that one.
1: What's your next pick, Marcus?
2: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of take a step back and revisit something. So. I, I, I wanted to hit the exosphere a couple weeks ago, and it didn't happen. So I, I went back to my notes, and I kind of did some calculations and ran the numbers on why I didn't make it to the exosphere. What happened? What went wrong? So I'm going to propose something to you. Are you ready? Yes. I need you to pick an high over, a high high over with me. We need two engines. We need two of us to make it to the exosphere. <laughs> so I'm going to pick a skyrocket of an over, an exospheric five, over, eight, and then I want seven, you to pick six, an exospheric five, over. Four,
1: three, okay, you got it. You with me? Five, I got. I know exactly the one. know the pick already. You don't even have to look. I, I I've been eyeing this one.
2: Okay. Mine is Mizzou at Alabama over 74. I will say this. It's not really because of Drew Locke. Uh, I think Drew Locke and Mizzou can score enough to keep Alabama stomping their throats, but I think Alabama could score in the fifties or sixties in this. And I think Drew Locke, when everyone talks about him being a Heisman NFL guy, I think it's, it's it's almost preposterous. He looked ridiculous against South Carolina. Drew Locke has made the same mistakes since he was a sophomore. Um, I'm not buying what Drew Locke is selling, but that goes for like NFL. But for going to Tuscaloosa and throwing a couple touchdowns in that offense, I think he's good enough for that. Uh, I think Alabama beats the living shit out of Mizzou. But I think this – We'll go over and we will blast off in the exosphere with your help. I need it. Give it to me now.
1: This one's even higher. 81 points is the total. It got bet up from. uh, Yep. Believe believe from 77 points. But uh, Memphis at home against uh, Central Florida. I I really I'm going to be so mad if there's not a touchdown in the first two minutes because I'm so sick and tired of these high totals scoring 25 points in the NCAA and it's been happening a lot this week sorry it's happening right no, now it's
2: fine let it out
1: I took an over I took this stupid Tulane
2: South Florida Tulsa did you take that Ugh, or Tulane? God
1: the, no Tulsa <laughs> oh, there's something <laughs> in my eye
2: it? there's 13 uh, You just, you, just need, you just need to get on the road to Ames bro we need to get to Ames
1: yeah how
2: far but go is on. heaven? But go on, go on with your 80 over 80. eighty-one.
1: That's Memphis, that Kobe number. Memphis scores a lot of fucking points, and guess what? So does UCF. And guess what? It's eighty-one. Fuck it, we're going to the exosphere. <laughs> I pick the highest one, and that's what we're doing. We're going to score two hundred points in that game.
2: That would be fan, dude. I'm telling you, I, I, it's calculated. Okay. Last time, I, last time, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the Exosphere. Uh, I'll pick one game. This is a calculated attack. We need two huge overs. They're both going to hit. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And we're going to shoot off in the Exosphere. And then next week, we'll be talking to you from outer space. But we still have two Easy more games be. before, before we sign off. Uh, JL, do you have a joke of the week
1: for me? I actually have another pick before that. No, no, you don't. Well, okay. We're. I was going to talk about, we don't have to do it. Fine. Constellation pick Penn state, Michigan state over 53,
2: but what was it?
1: Penn, oh, Penn, Penn state, state, Michigan state over 53.
2: That's like, that's like one of our uh, spark plugs and our exospheric motor to get to the exosphere. Yeah. <laughs> this just the kind of a Penn state, Michigan state. Why do you like that one? Penn state, Michigan state over 53. Well,
1: let's see. Penn State scores on average forty nine points per game and have played some pretty good teams while doing that. Trace McSorley is a scoring machine. Uh, Michigan State, if they can score fourteen to twenty points here, this is going to cover. So that's that's my philosophy here, and that's what I think. You know, I don't, I just don't think there's any way Penn State doesn't score at least thirty five points, and if we can get fourteen to twenty out of uh, Michigan State, then we'll be Gucci baby. I
2: like that. That's the non-exosphere over. I, I can dig that. All, All right. right. So I apologize for I'll jumping give you, the gun. No, no, it's you, fine. You take it over.
1: I got a dog for you. Here's the dog of the week. Dog of the week. This week, we got Oregon plus three at home. Home dog. We like those home dogs. We're going to take a dog of the week. Taking on Washington.
2: I'm seeing three and a half, bro. I want to give you a half point.
1: I see three and a half. Oh, okay. We'll take the three and a half. Fantastic. We'll take three and a half. The reason I'm taking this, uh, it's actually you know, this could go either way. Both of these teams are top 25. My deciding factor here, Justin Herbert, I actually really like him. I think he's awesome. I think he is my second favorite quarterback next to Greer uh, in the NCAA this year. He's extremely athletic. They also play really physical on defense. Oregon does. So um, I just feel like it'd be, it's going to be really tough for Washington to come in. This is another rivalry game, so um, going to be a huge game. I just think big time players. Justin Herbert is going to have a you know a big time game, and that's what I'm banking on. Dog of the week, Oregon plus three.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to say too much on that. I I like Oregon a lot. This is probably one of my other favorite picks. If you, I I think this is just going to be a quarterback battle. Uh, I think which quarterback doesn't turn it over more. I think Jake Herbert I, I just think he's got a little bit of an edge on uh, Jake Herbert. Jake Browning What's this? I was saying Justin Jake Browning oh, Justin Herbert, Jake Browning sorry. Fucking Jay. Jay Jay Herbert, Jay Browning, whatever I think Herbert, the Herbert boy has got a little bit of an edge on Browning I think Oregon's starting to catch a little fire and I like Oregon to take this one home
1: Nice. Yep. Dog of the week is back. And we did not lock. pick a lock of the week this week. Didn't do it. Yeah, we yeah, we did. We did? I have one. Oh. I okay. have my lock of the week. Oh, okay. We got a lock of the week. Lock it up, Marcus. Sorry.
2: So I'm not gonna freak out that Jacksonville went in and got beat by Kansas City in a sloppy, rainy, bullshit game. Jacksonville's still really good. And they are minus three at Dallas. 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 So, we're not freaking out. Good teams rebound after a loss. Jacksonville is a good team. So, I'm taking Jacksonville minus three at Dallas. 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 As my lock of the week to get us back on the board for the lock of the week. These are the games that good teams win, and I think Dallas is – Kind of a dumpster fire. They're not fully flamed yet, but the lighter fluid's on them. They don't look good. Their offense is a fucking mess. They don't give it to Zeke enough. I don't know. I don't know. Dallas is very, very disappointing. And Jacksonville's offensive line is going to – or Jacksonville's defensive line, rather, is going to dominate up front. Blake Bortles will get his fucking mind right, and maybe Jacksonville will start calling the game like they should. Actually running the goddamn football, controlling the game like how they should have against Kansas City. But lock of the week, Jaguars minus three at Texas Stadium in Dallas. Dallas. That's my
1: lock of the week. Baby. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Awesome.
2: Here's the I, um, thing dude I got all my laundry to do Cause I have none And I'm leaving at 730 in the morning So I bid you adieu To all the listeners out there Look for us on Twitter tomorrow My brother Jordan JL I will see you in Ames, Iowa Tomorrow motherfucker Let's go
1: Yeah baby Follow us at The Spread Cast That's the Underscore Spread Underscore Cast On Twitter We're gonna post a lot of fun shit Everyone have a great weekend Let's go, Mountaineers.
0: Let's go. They got blood on their money and that's still counted. They got blood on their money and that's still counted. I can't help the way they raise up. That is the pink I try to give it up. I can't give it 28 28 i serve it on the porch. I just seen them knots. They ran off in my house. The homicide unit coming to the house. My cousin murdered a nigga and he just got her. I hang with all the killers and the robbers I pull me up some drinks and fuck my bottles My hood, they treat me like I'm Hell Chopper I keep that dog food like I'm Rollo I had the warrant and clay-co and beat the case And I'm fresh and bitch, Easter day All my ghetto tattoos, I'm above everything I've been so and I've been so ambitious Grab another the fountain, let me fill it up If they ain't make the channel, you ain't built like us The federal is fuckin' with my nigga tie It's black with me, go gang till a nigga die I feel I'm walkin' through here I swear to God I never tell They try to give a nigga the check I tell my mama, wish me well They got blood on that money and I still count it they got blood on that money and I still count it They got girl on that money and I still count it They got boy on that money, watch my nigga count it baby. I know the devil is real, I know the devil is real I take a dose of them pills and I get real low in the field I fly to L.A. today and I live so high in the hills I share a match with Goonies, I share a bit with the Goonies I took the Mac I'm a harbor Niggas ain't sleeping, we got I took the pack out to Paris. Me and that money got married. Me and that money got married. Devoted and everything. My niggas been everything. Yeah, fire deep inside the Chevy, Yeah, we tryna to get it. Ask me through, I know how to whip it. Yeah, fuck the witness. They got blood on that money and I still count it. They got blood on that money and I still count it I can't hold the way I'm raised up That east to pink, I try to give it up I can't give it up She put me out and it was ugly I made a million dollars, say she love me The way she did me, it destroyed me Yeah, I kept it real with Lil' shorty I been going by for party, nigga know what's poppin' with me I can go from car to car, car, these bitch a quarter million at least Two thousand for the shoes, I keep some shit on my feet I'm probably in the mood to fuck your bitch on the beach I drive down to school and I get money like me Send a drink, and send a driver just to get something to eat You see how things change? I came from cocaine They got blood on that money and I still count it they got blood on that money and I still can I can't help the way i raise up That Eastern pink, I try to give it up I can't give it up I hang with all the killers and the robbers I pull me up some drinks they fuck my problems The federal is fucking with my nigga ties It's black with me, go gang, to the nigga die Are the police lookin' for me cause I got the wood Heard huh? The police lookin' for me cause I got the hood They got girl on that money in the staircase. They got boy on that money, that's my nigga kid.